Welcome back, everybody, to the Intoxicated Sports Report. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. I'm Gage Samoji, and man on the other line is Mr. Emerson Hip. Yeah, buddy. And I got to say, I had it even on my notes today. First thing in the intro part for me, I had back in the studio. Yeah, damn, damn. And that is not the case today. We are doing it remotely again for the second straight week. Yep, we're in our own studios. In our own studios, yes. This is nice. I, you know, I'm in, I'm in sweats right now. I, <laughs> I, I, got, I had I to get out of the sweats. I was getting hot. <laughs> well, I don't have a heater like you do, so <laughs> I got I got to stay warm. That's fair enough. I imagine this is how people felt when they went through COVID and worked at the same time from their house. Mm, mm, Just good, uber, good point. Com- uber comfortable, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But there is a little bit of sickness in your camp, and I hope whoever is sick feels better. And I... Yeah. Yeah, wish, not, wish nothing but the best. Yeah, I mean it's nothing, uh, nothing too serious. Trying to get over it, get get past it, and uh, hopefully get back in the studio next week together. I know, right? It's been what two weeks now, three weeks? Two, uh, yeah, three weeks? Been, two weeks. Well, yeah, it'll be three weeks uh, once we finally get there. Yes. Yep. And I gotta say, let me tell you, after the sickness I went through over the weekend, being healthy, you take for granted, dude. Seriously, you Even- really, really do. All right. Even just having like uh, I know you you were you were hurting, but even just having like a cold, like a nagging cold, those are those are so annoying. Mm-hmm. Like you know, going through it. But yeah, I feel a lot better. I actually felt like a human for the first time fully yesterday. That's good. Went to work today and I feel a lot better. <clears throat> I excuse anybody who's listening if I cough a little bit, still lingering a little bit. But I'm gonna try my best and you know. Happy to be here. Wish we were in the studio, but we're not. Hopefully yep. next week. So yes, sir. How That's was your? Let me get a, let me get some deets about the family family get together over the weekend. So yeah, we had the had the whole family here. It was uh, it was wild, crazy. You know, my my cousins like to drink, so we got after it. Um, yeah, I know that. Pretty much woke up the hunger of the of the week. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> pretty much. I mean, it was like one of those like I knew it was coming, so I wasn't feeling that bad about it. You are... I got, yeah, I had four straight days off, so that, that helped too. And when was, when was the last time you think you had four straight days off? Ah, man, it's been a while. I mean, outside of, I mean, you're off, but, but in that case, I'm usually going and doing something. So it was nice to be home and have some time off and get to see the family. I have to imagine it's nice to host. I mean, at least for you, obviously, it's nice for your mom. It's probably hell because she has to you know cook and clean everything every night. Right. Right, but it's got to be nice just to be able to get pretty much as hammered as you want, and you can just stumble to bed. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, that's. Pretty- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad yeah. you and your family. I'm glad you and your family had a good time. Yeah, and I want to do shout out my mom for being a saint this uh, this past week. She went for she's, it and she knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I bet, but I bet, yeah. Well, what was the best dinner of the dinners that you guys had? Uh, definitely Thanksgiving night. The funny thing too is obviously that sounds easy to say, but I was gonna say it's probably the, a dumb question. I should have said what night besides Thanksgiving was the best. Sure. That a lot of members of the family and I agree with them on this point that it might have been the best Thanksgiving food we've ever had as a family. Wow. That's gonna make it, just, it was all good. it was all hidden hit all hidden. It's awesome. And it wasn't like you know, one of those Thanksgivings where everyone brought something. My mom took care of pretty much everything. She had help from from other people, but 
everything was made here. So it wasn't like a bunch of people bringing dishes and, you know, you had like 17 sides with your turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So just all solid, straight to the point, Thanksgiving dinner. Good Gotta stuff. love that. Gotta yep. love that. That's cool. I'm happy yeah. for how's you. Your, how's your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was a little interesting this year. You know, usually, well, I would say usually, probably, probably the past like four or five years, my dad and I will go to my grandma's house the night before Thanksgiving, stay the night, hang out with her, and then kind of have a dinner the next day. Nothing big, but help her out with it. You know, watch football, drink a little bit. Yeah. Pretty much what normal people do, normal families do. But I had gotten really sick and felt really bad. I could tell on, I could tell on Wednesday I got off work at 1. I knew it wasn't going to be boating well for me right. on Thursday. And so I called my dad and I was just like, oh, I don't even think, did I call him? I might have, whatever. I just, I knew I wasn't feeling good enough. And the last thing I wanted to do was get him sick because, you know, this is like a respiratory thing for me. And he's a smoker. So I can only imagine how he would have felt if he got it. Right. So it was a little bit of a bummer that I couldn't see him. And his birthday is also on Friday too. Cause his birthday will occasionally land on Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday, Moj. So yeah, fifty-two. I think I tell old he is now. Nice, fifty-two. I think he was born nineteen seventy. And on top of everything else, I know she's gonna hate that I'm even saying this. But my grandma happened to break both of her wrists the night before Thanksgiving. Oh my god! Or no, she... I think it was. Or I think it was the Tuesday. 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 Tuesday night, and then Wednesday, she was in the hospital still. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's just one of those freak accidents where she so on the side of her house she could pull up in her car on the driveway and walk up these like two little steps. Yeah. And I guess she she step she put the groceries on like the top step, which isn't very tall. Uh-huh. And I guess she just kind of, you know, went behind like went back to walk somewhere and do something, like go back to her car, fell and then, you know, you know, like anybody would do, put your hands out. Yeah, and, try to brace yourself. Yeah, brace yourself, and she broke both her wrists, and I just felt – I feel so bad for her. I still do. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, I've gotten to talk to her a little bit. I've yet to go visit her where she's staying because she is getting help from, you know, like nurses and stuff because she can't really operate anything right. by herself right now, unfortunately. Yeah. And so – and I've yet to go to visit her because I'm just coming off my sickness, and, you know, I'm not trying to go to a like a home where people right. are at or, you know, I'm not going to try to infect everybody. Yeah. I, I don't want to get, and I don't want to get her sick on top of the broken wrist she already has. Yeah, yeah, that would be no way. So, so that kind of made the whole Thanksgiving season weird for me because I wasn't with my family, but I was with Devin's family because we were all sick with the same kind of sickness. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to them for having me over. We had, we had a great little dinner, nothing crazy. There's only five of us, you know, four of us including Theo. Yeah, so they didn't have to make a ton of food, which. I'm always Thanks. a fan of because right. I always hate, I always hate, I mean, I love Thanksgiving, but I always hate when people make way too much food. You know, <laughs> yeah. There's always way too many leftovers. I'm sure you guys, right. might, have this, you guys might have this problem too. You know what? It's funny because uh, uh, my mom was, was, you know, sort of humbly bragging about how she nailed how much food that we made on Thanksgiving day. Cause there yeah. wasn't, there wasn't a ridiculous amount of leftovers. It was, it was honestly hit on the spot. Oh, that's, that's great then. That's, yeah. that's pretty much, that's pretty much what you have. That's pretty much, I would think is what you would aim for when you cook Thanksgiving for people. Right. I mean, you, maybe you want to have some leftover Turkey for some, for some sandwiches, you know, the next day or something like that. But yeah, yeah. I'm with you. So shout out to Devin's parents for letting me invade on their Thanksgiving. And it was t- Turkey tasted great. Everything tasted great. Sweet. Um, 
hopefully Christmas I'll be able to hang out with my family or something. Who knows? There you go. Yeah. They got, <laughs> so. they got to do you a favor after this. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Right on. All good. What are you sipping on right now? Uh, funny. You should mention that. Can you guess? I'm going to say a Negroni. Nope. Uh, I'm having exactly what you had last week. A hot toddy. Yes, sir. It sounded, sounded nice. You know, Yours probably tastes a lot. Yours probably tastes a lot better than mine did. Mine actually hit the spot. Mine, yeah. I, I mean, for, I, don't, I don't doubt that yours was good for for how I was feeling. You know, I mean, I could have dulled it up a little better, I guess. Yeah. But but it was funny though because I think I had two of them. And I had a good amount of brandy. I want to say in both of them. Right. And I still didn't. I didn't really have like any kind of buzz at all. Huh. I don't really know. If, I don't know. If it was E and J not a really good man? It's not. It's not a good brandy, but it's not like it's, high alcohol. Yeah, I'm sure it's still at least yeah. you know eighty proof. <clears throat> but that's nice. I'm a, yeah. I'm over here drinking a nice glass of Malbec. Malbec, all right. 2019 Malbec. It was from my old job, and luckily it's not corked. What or country from, is it from? It says Argentina. Nice. Shout that's, out to Messi. Where you want to get it from? Shout out to Messi. There you go. That's right. <laughs> is this actually where you want to get Malbecs from? Yeah, that's that's like where it grows the best. Where the I think it might be where the grape originally grew as well. It says Mendoza, Argentina, so it must be where it was made or whatever. There you go. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. I hopefully will not drink the whole bottle because I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> but you know, you know how I go with red wine sometimes. Right. <laughs> Can't help yourself. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's, just, it's like, it's like old school. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. <laughs> it really is. I have to tell you how I have my backup situation dialed in right now. Tell me. So I got a beer ready, right? But you know those uh, those beer cups from the Sharks game that we saved? Yeah, the big ones? Yep. So mm-hmm. I have one of those. I I have a Stella inside of it, and I crushed up some ice and put it around it, and it fits so beautifully. I'll have to send you a picture of it. <laughs> so are you going to use it as a koozie? No, I'm going to take it out. But it's just the way it's, it's, it's like got on each side of, of the bottle and I just mm. crush you know put some crushed ice around it yeah, a little bit yeah. of water and it's it's just a perfect beverage chiller. So you're are you using it is it like a like an ice just chest? A, yeah just yeah exactly personal ice chest. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm also no. feeling bo- I'm also feeling bougie because not only am I drinking wine but I'm also drinking wine out of my new stemless Yeti wine glass or chain hey, look at you this thing's this thing's pretty sweet. I saw it at work and the color is not ideal. It's kind of like a baby blue. It's not that bad, but it doesn't have like any kind of like weird label. It just says Yeti on both sides. Yeah. And it's just, you know, my house is already cold. So my wine's keeping cold too. <laughs> Sounds like you're ready to go camping. You should be in your backyard. No, I shouldn't be. <laughs> no, thanks. Did you feel how cold it was this morning? No, you it was, yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't even warm at all today either. It was like, no, it wasn't. Maybe 60. Yeah. Big time uh, froze fr- or freeze frozen on my. Frost windshield ice frost. Thank you. <laughs> Please save that, everyone. I knew I just remember the word frost. <laughs> I knew I was missing something on that sentence. So oh, you're welcome, man. everybody. You're welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a you little gem right there. <laughs> you guys, little frost froze, <laughs> froze ice. Fro- <laughs> uh, it was fro- it was frosty this morning. Frosty. There we go. Gage, what's going on today? Well, we got some World Cup action, so our boys are moving on, which I'm very happy about. Christian Pulitzer is my hero, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we have college football championship week. 
Who does who doesn't have championship week? But you know what's more important than championship week is America's game the week after. Army Navy. <laughs> hell true. We're gonna pick that game too. Oh hell yeah, we are. Are yeah. we? Yeah, that means well, that's, uh, we, next we got week, to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have we to. Have we to. have to. Yeah. Of course, bulk of the show, NFL. We have our top six. We have our picks. We have our picks recap, which I'm not looking forward to. All the good stuff. All the good yeah. stuff. The reason why people listen to us. <laughs> true that. True that. True. True that. All right. I'll start it off with the World Cup for us. Please, please. So, like you said, the U.S. We're moving on to the round of sixteen. Uh, they played Iran today. Won one nothing in a must win scenario. Uh, it was a very intense game. Um, Kristen Pulisic scored the lone goal. Unfortunately, injured himself in the process. Uh, hopefully, he will be okay for Saturday's game against the Netherlands in the round of sixteen. I, I, I imagine. Honestly, I, I imagine you watched this whole match, right? I watched the whole match. I my heart was beating harder than I've ever. You know, experience during a soccer game. So okay, um, yeah, okay, I like it was, that. It was it was fun stuff, no doubt. I caught the last about uh, the last nine minutes of stoppage time. Fuck, bro, it was it was so intense. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, there was that situation where, um, was, like the 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 ball got clo- close to the goal, and I was like, oh shit, like are they gonna right. score? Like are they really gonna do this right now? Yeah, Ron had a couple of shots that just went wide of the of the net, and Oof. definitely jumped out of my seat both times. But boys got it done. We're moving on. Boys got it done, and our chances against our chances against the Netherlands. What are you thinking on that? Um, the Netherlands on paper definitely better than the than the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. But the Netherlands are also not maybe not quite as strong as in some years. Um, so I think they are beatable. But the U.S. is going to have to play a really good game. Um, I think I really do think they're probably going to need Pulisic to play to give themselves a chance to score. Um, so it's going to be a tough one, but I think they have a chance. Uh, I also think the whole, the whole thing with this season or this world cup for the U S is just exceed expectations. That way mm-hmm. we can kind of build for the future because we have a very young team. I think the youngest team they said at the, at this world cup. So yeah, I think uh, nonetheless, it's exciting that we've got, or, you know, advanced from the group stage, but yeah, Netherlands is going to be a tough challenge. And I remember we were watching some like docu series thing on this men's team like a few weeks ago at your house, like on ESPN. Yeah. And they were saying that this is pretty much this team is a team that we're looking forward to to like twenty twenty four. Right, right. So you could say what they're doing right now is exceeding expectations to begin with. Right. I mean, I think at the beginning of this thing, getting to the round of sixteen was very doable, but was not a guarantee by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here now. I think uh, we should keep shooting for the stars at this point. And do you think nothing to lose? You think the U.S. could have pulled a, a harder team? I guess that's kind of an easy question. But like, do you think it's? A, do you think it was a good pull out of a hat that they got the Netherlands on? The, you know, instead of picking another team. Yeah, as far because they won their group. So as far as playing a team that won their group, I don't think you're going to get much much better than Netherlands. Okay. Um, not to say that they're not a good team, but they're mm-hmm. just uh, they're not quite one of those powerhouses. I think they're the eighth-ranked team, according to FIFA. So, In the um, U.S. is? Your U.S., I want to say, is like 15 or 16, something like uh, that. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right, well, I'm here for the challenge. Yeah, I'm ready for it, too. I think it's going to be fun. And they're playing on the morning, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. I wish it oh. was at like 6, because I usually get at 7. and I, uh, I, get, I, get, I, get ready, I get ready for work <laughs> in the 7 o'clock hour. You try to get to work by, what, 8? That's when I have to be there, yeah, by 8. Gotcha. 
So you, you can watch the first half, give or take. Yeah, I could. I'll probably just keep it on my phone while I'm like getting ready and doing all that kind of stuff, and then I could probably pay attention yeah. to it a little bit up until about like yeah. eight thirty or nine. That's you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, we'll be able to watch it again. Yeah, like we like I did well, on. I was able to. Actually, I was actually able to watch it on Friday because I didn't go to work because I was sick. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. maybe me watching these games is not good because <laughs> it's it didn't, it didn't go well for the United well, States the past couple times. At least you were able to see them cap it off tonight. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting up early and taking a nap before work that day for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Are you going to be having? Are you going to be having a beer at 7 a.m. Is what I'm asking you. Right now. Uh, I am not going to guarantee that. I will probably have a coffee. <laughs> well, Irish coffee. <laughs> didn't say that it wouldn't be <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's all, that's all i need that's all i need just keep keep my uh, hopes alive right right so aside from the netherlands and the u.s we also have france brazil portugal england that are moving on to the knockout stage they've all booked their tickets um as far as mexico goes they got a win tomorrow against saudi arabia just to give themselves a chance to advance um they're gonna need some other things to go right uh, if Poland beats Argentina and they in Mexico wins, they're moving on for sure. Wow. Otherwise, it's going to take um, – if any other, you know, combination of that happens, it's going to take, uh, you know, them winning by three or four against Saudi Arabia to move on. But we'll see how well, that goes. I'm going to have to correct myself when it comes to me talking to my boss about the World Cup tomorrow because we, we were talking about Mexico today and I was like, yeah, they're out. I was wrong. I think they still have a chance. It's not not looking great, but they still have a chance. Yeah. And speaking of Saudi Arabia, did you hear that their players each got a Rolls Royce after beating Argentina? <laughs> Are you serious? That's what I heard. I mean, I, I don't know any of these guys personally to know them to be like, hey, let me see your Rolls Royce. But this is what I've heard. Yes. Jesus. And my question but, to you is, don't you think when, like, getting a Rolls Royce is something that you would get for like maybe, let's say, I don't know, winning the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Instead of like beating Argentina in your like second game playing? It's also really cute that they're uh, they're giving out Rolls Royces to the guys, but they, you know, women's rights are not a thing there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh... <laughs> not trying to get political, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I mean, come on, a Rolls Royce. Yeah, I mean, Rolls Royces are not, they're nice. They are nice. Don't get they're me. nice. They are nice. They're, they're... You get like what? What would they? What would they give? What would they give these guys if they won the World Cup? Like other people's wives? <laughs> like what's going on here? Like you're you're giving a lot for a little accomplishment. I guess right. I guess I shouldn't say little because to them it was probably the biggest thing to happen to them in soccer in a long time. Probably probably right. But they probably know that they're not going to do anything else in this tournament. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I'll give you that. But it's just <laughs> like like yeah, I, no, give, I'm with you. Give them a nice I don't know like Jeep Grand Cherokee or a watch. Yeah, or Rolex. I'd be okay with a Rolex. A Rolex would be something different. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, not a Rolls Royce. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I thought I thought you would for sure know that little piece of information. I did not hear that, but gotta love the Middle East. Oh, um, by the way, I'm watching your Warriors right now. Me too. How about that? I was thinking Sharks Warriors, but the intermissions for me in hockey, that means I gotta like change the channel and right because they're I'm like, pretty. I'm, Long. Yeah. So one thing. Like the, so one thing about hockey, they got like two half times. Right. And they're long. Oh. They're longer than like like NBA half times, like twelve minutes. NFL is like fifteen. Those guys are they, busting their ass though. They're busting yeah. their ass. And they probably deserve eighteen minutes of downtime. Right. I wonder oh, if uh, if NHL would be better off doing four fifteen minute quarters, and mm-hmm. then doing like shorter breaks. 
or do a half, just throw or, it or, or do or do just a halftime. Yeah, that's how basketball does it. Right, right. That yeah, I mean, I think that's what kind of makes hockey special though is that they have like just three periods instead yeah. of like, you know football and basketball at four. All right, definitely a little different. Yeah. Um. So we got a, a couple other big matchups left in the group stage for the World Cup. We got Croatia and Belgium on Thursday. Uh, Belgium, who was a favorite in this tournament, pretty much has to win to move on. Um, you hate being in that situation. You hate being in that situation. Right. It's a similar situation to what the U.S. was in today, where Croatia can kind of play for the tie, like Iran was able to play for the tie, but obviously they lost. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be tough for them, but they're a good team. So we'll see how that goes. And then also on Thursday, we have Spain and Japan, who appear to be in a comfortable position in their group, but if either of these teams loses, they could be out. So that's going to be something interesting to look forward to. I don't know if I said this last week, but the World Cup to me is kind of like the Olympics. I said last week. Yeah, you may have. Yeah, just like when it's on, I just I feel like I got to watch it. Right, right. And it's something that I wouldn't normally really care about unless you know it only happens every four years. So that's what makes it feel kind of special to me. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that does kind of build up the the intrigue is that it's only every four years. Mm-hmm. I think what also makes it cool for me is that there's there's no other sport where you could have 32 countries compete and it's, it's, compe- it's, it's competitive. It, right, exactly. Like, there's probably only like... Like baseball, you could probably do that. Not even close. No, not 32 well, countries. I, well, well, okay, well, I guess... Are you... Sport is. Yeah, because the sport is pretty branched out. Even though if the U.S. got all their players to play, then they, they'd probably still win. Like, if we're talking like pitchers and everybody. Right. But I think there's only – I don't even think there's that many countries that play baseball, honestly. Like, pretty much every country plays soccer. Yeah. Hundreds of countries in the world. Well, I guess – you know what I mean? Like, let's say, like, the NFL, they couldn't – There's – yeah. Like, there'd be be too many American-born players, and they would just wipe the floor with anything anybody else had. Exactly. And it seems like soccer and the World Cup – like, I don't – you know, I don't follow the sport close at all. I'm not going to act like I do. Right. But I just – it feels like any of these countries to me can win it to an, you know, to an extent. Yeah. Like, you know, Saudi, Saudi Arabia is not going to win it all, but. At least see an upset. Like if you, even basketball, which I think next to hockey might be the next closest sport to soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still likely going to see at least the United States. And then like Argentina be mm-hmm. at the end, you know, and the way, and the way the scoring is in soccer, just you know, it's points and goals are at such a premium. Right, right. Because, you know, from what I've watched, it seems like it never happens. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so score. important. And it's, yeah. it's hard to score, and it's so stretched out, and it's so spaced out. Yeah. And there's and so many players games. on the field, too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you know, did you, did, you, did you see a commercial for the new Avatar movie? Yeah. Um, I watched the first one for the first time over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen it? I have, but I, I don't. I mean, it wasn't really my cup of tea for a movie, but I do did remember see, watching it. Did you see it in theaters? Um, I want to say no, because you know it's one of those movies that everyone says like, "Oh, man, well, you gotta see it in theaters." Of course, yeah, because all the action yeah. and the and, theatrics. And you know, like the first like fifteen minutes, I was kind of thinking to myself like, "This shit's kind of cheesy." Like even like. Even the CGI, and that's what it's known for. Mm-hmm. 
And I know it's came out in 2009. And it's still, it looks really good for 2009, but still, I was kind of like, this is kind of a little cheesy, but overall it's a good movie, but it's a long movie. Yeah. I think some people love that, that like overdone, you know, CGI shit or even like yeah. not, not very realistic looking, you know? Yeah. So now when I see the new commercial for it, I'm like, all right, I, kinda, I know what's going on now. You know, <laughs> Everybody else had to wait like 15 years for the next one to come out. You know, I'm waiting like a week. <laughs> good for you. Good you for know, you. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. College football time? Yes. And I got to tell you, this first thing that we're talking about completely threw me off guard. I didn't hear anything about this. Really? No, I, you know, I don't think I saw a sports center post about it. I don't think I saw like Bleacher Report post about it. I don't really follow any kind of like college football accounts. Yeah. Maybe that's kind of why I didn't hear anything about it. I, don't, I certainly don't follow Stanford. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. They didn't make a huge deal about it. Maybe it's just because Stanford's not like a prominent program right now. And not like a, not like a blue blood either. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you say it and I'll kind of just, I'll kind of shoot some questions at you. Cause I got some, I do have some questions. Yeah. So uh, Stanford head coach, David Shaw, he has resigned after 12 years as the, uh-huh. uh, the boss, uh, four-time year, three-time Pac-12 champion, head coach, uh, three three Rose Bowl appearances, won it twice. Overall, ninety-six and fifty-four record, um, not not too bad. You know, a school that's so academically mm-hmm. uh, makes it sometimes harder to. Fit, but uh, he did a pretty darn good job. Like overall, can't can't deny that. And he had a and he had a few guys who were in the Heisman candidate or candidate. Yeah. Yeah, so it, he took over in Andrew Luck's senior season, and he was a Heisman runner-up. That was the second time Andrew Luck was Heisman runner-up. Uh, he also had uh, Christian McCaffrey as a Heisman runner-up, Bryce Love as a Heisman runner-up. So Toby Gerhardt? Uh, no. that, well, I guess Toby was, that... was technically a, a, an assistant coach when Toby was there as well. Oh, well, I, won't, I won't count that. that was... I mean, he was, he, he was there, but he wasn't the head coach for yes, that. Yes, I want to say he was the offensive coordinator all of the years under Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and he, he was at least there, and he was the predecessor of Jim Harbaugh. Yes, he he came in right after Jimmy left for the Niners. Wow, I mean, this has got to be kind of a gut punch. I mean, I know you're more of a Harbaugh guy, I would say, but David Shaw is just a classy guy. You know, I listen to, I listen to the KMBR work, and um, Tolbert and Copes is like kind of a new new duo that they have. Yeah, their two o'clock st- slot, and it's pretty good. You know, yeah. like they're, they're a pretty good combo. <laughs> And they talk to uh, David Shaw every Wednesday. I think the Wednesday, right. Wednesday or Thursday, or they they do during the college football season. Yeah, and so I got to imagine that maybe this took them by surprise. Did this take you by surprise? Not, not really. Honestly, I think I, I'm a little off on this take, but I kind of feel like they might have been ready to ask him to leave, and maybe they just let so uh, or let he, him do it for himself. You know. So you're thinking Stanford just needed some new juice. I think so. I mean, I got I got these numbers here for you. His first eight seasons as head coach, eighty-two and twenty-six, which is a seven fifty-nine winning percentage. That's awesome, That's outstanding, awesome. especially for that program. Uh, last four seasons, though, fourteen and twenty-eight, Ooh. only won thirty-three percent games. So yeah, that's that's definitely a night and day difference, right? And I, I think uh, I think even though he is good at talking, really good in interviews, um, I think that. Uh, he kind of wore out his, his welcome a little bit. Yeah. I think, wow. um, I don't think the media was actually a huge fan of him. Huh. He, he could be a little, uh, blunt and, sh- and straight, which, you know, that doesn't always make friends. Um, 
Wow. I think he probably was that way with the kids too, and, and maybe that's why he had a tough time recruiting. Because yeah. I, I mean, the recruiting club pretty pretty poor the last handful of years. So, wow. yeah. So that's just my my thoughts on it. But I'm always in favor of some someone someone new coming in. And who is the new guy coming in? Uh, they have not named anyone yet. He he actually announced that he was resigning right after the loss against BYU on Saturday. So this wow. is still very fresh. Obviously, do you have anybody? Um, had, do you have any? If, sorry, keep going. Uh, and then they just had a press conference. I think it was yesterday. Do you have anybody in mind that you want, or is it going to kind of stay in house? Is that what Stanford I even, does? I don't even know like who would want this job. I mean, it's, <laughs> and not to say that it's not a good job, but I'm just <clears> curious <throat> about where you know Stanford's going to be in the past as it's two or two. It's like three or four biggest brands leaving, um, and then they're going to. Either stuck in a bad conference, or they're going to have to find a way to get out of the Pac-12 and, and find something else. So, I think uh, kind of a lame duck coach, you know, in all yeah. reality. Yeah, but could, couldn't but you argue that? Couldn't you argue that since you know, the, you know, you're talking about SC and UCLA, right? Right, leaving. Couldn't you argue that you could yeah. say, "Hey, listen, yeah, we lost a lot of credibility by losing two of our biggest schools." And, mm-hmm. but, you know, let's say you want to come in and try to change things and be more a powerhouse that you think you can be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're, you take over a program that's in a better position to succeed because you're, I mean, your competition is slightly less, if you will. Yeah. I don't know. And, yeah. and, will, and will that, will that help long-term when it comes to like a college football playoff if Stanford would ever get close to that? Probably not because you're in a weaker conference. Yeah. Still, I'm sure the fans and the community and the school would appreciate their team playing really good. Yeah, no doubt. Um, it, it's, I think it sucks that he's leaving in a situation where the team is bad versus when Jim Harbaugh left and David Shaw was able to take over, kind of run this, a similar program to what mm-hmm. Harbaugh had. So it's a very different situation. I just don't know how they're going to turn it around. I mean, yeah. you got to, you got to, they got to search for someone that's got some pull in the recruiting game. And maybe that means from like an assistant from the Pac 12. I don't know who's yeah. really out there, but. Yeah, I mean, it could be a, it could be a tough time going forward for Stanford football. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think Jim Harbaugh's coming back. So <laughs> not anytime soon. Not anytime <laughs> soon. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a pretty big. That's big for you. I mean, obviously being the Stanford guy that you are. Yeah, I mean, I, I in my mind, I was kind of ready for him to to leave. I felt like they might actually pull the plug on him. So I'm not. Yeah. Um and they've just been they've been terrible for for 4 years now. There's no no getting around that. So when you have four bad seasons in a row, you kind of got to try something new. What'd your dad think of this or does he not really care? Uh when I told him he was a little surprised, but he didn't even know when I told him. And it was yeah. the day after it happened, so. Man, does anybody know about this? <laughs> Besides you? Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking I'm, this news. Yeah. I'm starting <laughs> to think you should just put an application for this job. <laughs> Yeah, me and uh, me and Andrew Luck. Yeah, I'm He's thinking be my offensive coordinator. You put an application, you get the job, and the first thing as head coach of the Stanford Cardinal is you say we have beer sold at our stadium. <laughs> yeah, I'm hey. on board with that. Down, let's. Do I would it. go. I'd go out of my way to drive all the way to fucking Palo Alto to have some beers, <laughs> and say, you know what? I know that guy. You see that guy with the headphones on, talking. Yeah, I know him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, with the uh, with the you, you probably rock khakis, huh? You'd be like Harbaugh. 
That that could be hard. <laughs> I would say I'd say you probably wear shorts, but you'd be you'd be coaching at the during the night and it'd get kind of cold in Palo Alto. Yeah, I think I think you're kind of like a they're kind of a no go on the sideline, right? You you probably rock those nice like Nike sweats. Huh? I'd go for like the uh, the jumpsuit look. The jumpsuit, okay. You like yeah. that? Yeah. I'd Black go jumpsuit. Old, I'd go old school like Mike Nolan. Just I'm wearing a suit out there. You, know what <laughs> mean? you haven't given me enough time to think. Of, like your, your like your thoughts. <laughs> Thanks. I'd I'd go straight Canadian tuxedo. Or cowboy that, boots. That'd be sick. Just I don't know why I'm thinking Matthew McConaughey, but Matthew McConaughey style. Yeah, sounds great. So get the job and start doing it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, recap week 13. There were some uh, interesting games this week. Rivalry week, of course. Uh, South Carolina beat their uh, their cross-state rivals, Clemson, 31-30. Second your, straight win. Your boy, Spencer Rattler. Rattler, getting her done. Second straight Spencer, win over a top-10 opponent. Your, your boy, Spencer Rattler. Trying to be a Joe Burrow and smoke a cigar after this win yeah, in the clown. locker room. <laughs> clown. Are we surprised at all about this though? Not really. I was surprised that. I was surprised that. I was surprised that you know, the guy who has a, the head the size of a hot air balloon does something like this. <laughs> and I'll give and I'll body. give it to him. He beat Tennessee and he beat Clemson and he happened to snap Clemson's forty-game home winning streak. Pretty big. Pretty That's big. That's something big. That's something big. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. But you're like you're smoking cigars yeah. after this. Talk this to me all- when you win a, a playoff game or something. This is this is comparable to Saudi Arabia getting the Rolls Royce. <laughs> it's in, you're right. It's not far off. It's, it's not, not far. far it's the same. <laughs> it's it, it's the same ballpark. Yeah. It's I don't know. I mean, I you know, I'll give it to him. Could I could I as a quarterback beat Tennessee and Clemson back to back weeks? Absolutely not. Not even close. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm all about celebrating, but do it do it in the right way. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean I get he probably can't drink a beer, but it's like, can he even legally smoke a cigar? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess California's twenty one. You can't smoke tobacco, but I don't know what it is. And like, oh, true. He might he might be twenty one now though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Now that I think about I it. Just, I just think of him being like 17 or 18 on QB1. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> but that's, uh, two huge wins nonetheless. That's, you know, I'd be, yeah. feeling myself, I'd be feeling myself too a little bit. Right, right. Uh, we also had Oregon State with a little upset over Oregon, 38-34. This game was wild. I don't know if you tuned in at all. I did a little bit. Also, Hannah and Jasmine were in the presidential suite watching this game. Hey, look at that. Kind of a flex. They sent me a picture. I guess that's <laughs> yeah, the big flex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were so they're doing construction like one of the halves of the stadiums. Right. So it doesn't have anybody in the stands. So when they sent the picture, she kind of explained it to me. But you know, I knew the place wasn't just empty on one half. <laughs> right. Because they both went to Oregon State for a little bit. I'm not sure if they technically both graduated. They might have, because I know Hannah kind of did a nursing school thing. So I don't know if she did that. I don't know if she did that through Oregon State or what. But I, they both. When I think of the Beavers, I think of them. No doubt. And I went. You know, I went and visited the Corvallis. What, like five, five or six, five years ago, five or six years oh, ago. That's right. Yeah, how was that? And how was that? Yeah, I was. I was Corvallis. I mean, I, it was good. I'd probably, Just another I, town. <laughs> I, I didn't tell you about this. 
I, I kind of forget. I mean, it was, it, was, it was a while ago, but. No, it was a good time. It's the only time I've ever been to Oregon. And yeah. we hung out at their house a lot, drank. We went to this this bar, and this short white woman was karaoke the song Changes by Tupac for some reason. I couldn't tell you oh why. <laughs> you know, it's so, just like, like when I think, special. Like, like when I think of karaoke, the first song I'm not playing is Changes by Tupac. <laughs> right. You know why? Because I can't rap. Yeah. You're playing neither, higher by Creed. Yeah. And, and neither could this woman, let me tell you. She tried her best though. She really, she really <laughs> gave it, she really gave it, gave it a Grammy effort, but she, <laughs> she, she wasn't the only. I, ask Cody about it next time you see him. Cause oh, we'll, 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 I'll talk about it to this day. We both crack up because it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I can only imagine. Cody got so hammered that weekend. This is before, way before him and Ashley ever got together. Yeah. He, uh, he went and knocked on one of Hannah's next door neighbors who she was close with and like tried to give her a beer, but she didn't answer the door. And he was like, Oh <laughs> damn. You know, <laughs> it was a good time. Overall, it was a good time. Corvallis is cool. I wouldn't mind going back if I could. Nice. Big window for the Beavers. They don't beat Oregon very often in the, in what's called the civil war. Um, <laughs> okay. Guns and roses. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but is that, uh, they have a song called civil war, right? Uh, you better hope so. Uh, oh, I don't. They might not. Hold on. You keep talking. Yeah, but anyways, uh, crazy game. They scored twenty eight points in about nine or ten minutes. Again, really just gave it away. Sorry, Zoe. I'm really rubbing this one in, but uh, but yeah, good for them. Civil War. That's a song by somebody, right? Oh, that was a song. It is. Yeah, I looked. Just looked it up. Yeah, it was on one of the Lose Your Illusion albums, which I have never listened to. I can't even say I've listened to Appetite for Destruction all the way through. I just don't think they're that good. But I mean, they're kind of, to me, they're a one album, one album wonder. And having one yeah. good album is saying something. Right. Not everybody can be Led Zeppelin and put out like eight banger albums in a row. Fair. You know, Very fair. Because of is all right. I just think of one uh, person who's been on this podcast recently in particular. Yes, that's the Man. he's the exact person that comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also had a big Texas A&M 38, LSU 23. Uh, they were number five, LSU was. Uh, so that's a big factor for this next team that we're going to talk about. And that is the USC Trojans, who got a big win against number 15, Notre Dame. Seven over the weekend. Notre, da- Notre um, Dame, who lost to Stanford. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this all, you know, <laughs> the way it should. <laughs> uh, we also had in. Uh, I, I don't even have a have a name between Michigan and Ohio State. It's just called the, the game. The game. No, it's just called. It's called the game. I'm pretty sure. Is it, it's called the game. Well, anyways, Jim Harbaugh. And his boys took care of business big time over Ohio State in their they yard. They took care this time. of business. Yeah. I, and, and like, I, 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 I took Michigan in this game. You did. You did. And they won Thank straight you. up with Thank points you. to spare. Oh, with points to spare. Yeah. 45 23 was the final score. Like I told you the other day, I kind of love seeing Ohio upset because it's like how, they. It's kind of like how I feel about Raiders fans. And it's not even that they're annoying. It's just like they're a little arrogant. I think they, 
like a lot of people, including myself in this situation, kind of expected them to beat Michigan and thought that maybe last year was a one-off. Not the case. Michigan straight up owned them in this game. They did. Yeah. I had the pleasure of listening to some of this on the radio. And when they're running back, I don't know what his name is, but when he broke off for those two 70-yard-plus touchdowns, I was like, dude, this is done. It's mm-hmm. over. And, and we, were honestly, te- we, were, we, were, we were texting about this game while it was going on. Right, right. Ohio State, their approach to the game was very arrogant as well, pretty much saying try and throw on us, and J.J. McCarthy did just that. I think I think um, in total, Michigan had four touchdowns of at least 69 yards. Hey. <laughs> and it just so happens that, that that was the shortest one of the four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's ridiculous. Oh well, yeah, this is, I think I saw Michigan has beaten Ohio State back to back years for the first time since the early two thousands. Sounds about right. Yeah, Ohio State kind of owned this matchup for a while. And you know, shout out to Jim Harbaugh. This has been like the biggest knock on him. I feel like since he's been the coach, is that like he can't win the big one or beat right. the big. Like he can't beat either Michigan State or Ohio State. Right. And he's proved in the past two years that like, you know what, I think we can out. We can beat these guys. Clearly, we can beat these guys. Yeah. We have this better. We can have better personnel. Better personnel, if not the same, you know, the same if not better. Right. And you know, it's finally all coming together for Jim Harbaugh. I'm pretty happy for him. Yeah, I, I'm and happy I, for Jim I, too. I, I just hope that he doesn't get destroyed like he did last year in the playoffs <laughs> again. It's here's my next point. Is like I'm really happy for him too, but this is just setting up too perfectly for him to be in the national championship game against Georgia and get rolled. And losing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which he loves to uh, get to the get to the end and not get it done. But but honestly, uh, I I actually think if you put those two teams on on field right now, Georgia might be a, a slight favorite, but I, I actually could, could give them a run. Yeah, I think they'd be right there. So the CFP update, because it just updated today, right? Correct. A couple hours ago. Yep. Uh, we got number one, Georgia, of course. Number two, Michigan, like we were talking about. Number three, TCU. Go Horn Frogs. Number four, USC. They Huge. Are, are they, they're back. Are they they're back? They're here. They're here. They're back? I don't know if they're back, but they're here. Yeah. Number five, Ohio State. They dropped down a little bit after losing to Michigan. And mm-hmm. look at Alabama. They're, they're lurking. They're right back they're lurking there. Lurking at six. They're lurking at six. Yeah. I think it's big that USC did get the number four spot because that just puts them in a position is you know where they just got to win the Pac-12 championship game and they're in. They don't have to. They don't have to. You know, prove themselves, if you will, um, and and try and like win with style points or anything like that against Utah. It reminded me, was that Ohio State's first loss? That was their first loss. Yeah, so they have the same record as USC. And are they are they do you think they're putting USC up there because they are a different conference because Michigan is in the Big Ten? Um you know, I, I think it was just the way they lost to Michigan, getting just, kind of beat. Mm-hmm. Um and USC although they didn't have really any great wins um until recently, their only loss was to Utah, who they're gonna get to play again. So they're gonna prove get to prove themselves against a team that are already to and that was by one point and they lost an attempt at the end of the game so i think uh the resume stacks up just slightly better than ohio states and i know you don't like usc you never have no but it's got to be kind of nice to see the pac 12 being represented right now right i'm happy that they're there because i i just want to see how they fare against presumably it would be georgia if things stay the way they Mm -hmm. are 
And you and, and George still and you know the history of the college football playoff, USC is probably gonna get absolutely rules in this game. I hope not. But, I, you know, I think give, that a heavy favorite for sure. I would think so. I would I would say at least fourteen points. Maybe 10. I would I would say more if it was fourteen, I wouldn't be that shocked. But USC's, you know, they're they're a power program. They haven't been there quite as much in recent years, but they're they're definitely, you know, and you got Lincoln Riley, who's a, you know their best head coach they've had in a long time. And, and Oklahoma fans have got to be just pissed oh, right now. <laughs> but I mean, hey, this is where Lincoln Riley team teams always get to, and you know, and they always probably going to see them get their their you know blood around off. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Caleb Williams, he's nice. He might be the Heisman. Might be the Heisman. Hey, hey, pose for him. Yeah. Pose for him, you know? <laughs> mm. Put up, hey, put that arm out. Yeah, oh, I did. Can we talk? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Can we talk about one of the hardest, one of the hardest trophies in all sports to have? The Heisman? Oh, it's number it's gotta be number one. <clears throat> for personal for accomplishment, it has to be the best looking trophy, too, right? Right. Well, I mean, that's all I was thinking about. It's, just, it's, yeah. it's got the yeah. coolest look. It's the best looking I don't even trophy. Know what like, like I know what the NBA trophy looks like. I don't. Know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like a it has like the NFL logo on top, and it's just kind of. It's Blah. not like the Heisman. It's not like the right. Heisman. Yeah, I would say maybe like the Stanley Cup is probably the best. That that's a it's got a cool like vibe to it, you know, if you will. Just, be, just because you know, if you win it and you're drinking off it, you can say like. Like Wayne Gretzky drank off yeah. this too. You know I mean? I'm 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 sucking face with Wayne Gretzky right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but the Heisman is it's a nice looking trophy, right? I think all like individual awards like that should have a guy. It should have like a, a player on them. And I want to say in college football it does. I think like you right. know like, for like the best punter or the best like linebacker. I'm pretty sure it does have a type like a type of like I don't know if it's like named after a player but or like right. has like a player on it that's doing the motion of what they won the award for. Right. Other college football awards. Uh my boy Joshua Cardi, kicker for Stanford, I think he's got a really good chance to win the uh I can't remember the name of the award. I don't think it's the Ray Guy award, but it but it might be. For no, best well, kicker. Well Ray Guy was a punter, I think. Yeah. I can't but remember. No, yeah. I know he's a finalist, but he went 18 for 18 on field goals and has the longest field goal in college football this season. So, I mean, that seems like good enough to win a, an award for kicking to me, right? And I think he had—I don't know if it's the most 50 yarders, but he had like I think it was four for four or something on 50 plus yarders. So, wow. did you see Justin Tucker almost or try to kick a 67 yarder to win the game? I, a yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, it's funny too when he kicked it because the angle they showed for him, like, oh, he nailed that. Oh, look! Yeah, it looked good. But it was online, so but it was like it was like five yards short. Yeah, I was or talking maybe. to a guy at the bank, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a little different kicking in that you know thick, you know, uh, humid weather than it is in the dome in Detroit." Yeah, when exactly. you kick that sixty-six yarder. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. Yeah. So championship week is upon us in college football. Um, we're going to make our picks on all of the championship games or meaningful ones. I did throw the AAC in there because we got a nice rank matchup with the UCF and Tulane. Your um, Knights. My Knights, baby. The only, uh, knights you'll root, the only Knights you'll root for. They were your Knights and they're now, they're now mine. 
officially. <laughs> um, Gage, I'll let you uh, give your picks first. We already have this sorted out, so got anyone going first. So you let it rip. I'm picking TCU minus two and a half against Kansas State. I like that. I, I just like the points. It's a nice point spread. <laughs> yeah, you only got. That's it. That's, that's I can beat that. Yeah, that's it. You know who's not going to beat that is Kansas State. Right. Sorry, Colin Klein. Colin Klein. <laughs> what was his name again? Optimus Klein. Optimus Klein. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I, would, I would. I would wear a shirt that says Optimus Klein. On. <laughs> then 100%. he tried to be a tight end at the uh, the combine. Didn't really work out. People would be like, "What does that shirt mean?" And I'd be like, "If I have to explain it to you, then." It doesn't. Yeah, know. you'll never know <laughs> exactly. But you'll you'll meet that person from from the Midwest one of these days, and they'll be like, "Yo, like, dude, line. did you go there?" It's like, no, <laughs> I just like, like I like the name though. It's, it's fucking sweet. <laughs> All right, what's your second pick? My second pick is I'm picking Michigan minus sixteen and a half versus Purdue. It's a very large number, but I'm thinking Michigan is gonna have a huge week after what they did to Ohio State. I like it. I like it a lot. My third pick, I'm going with Clemson minus seven and a half against number 23 ranked North Carolina. Both teams coming off a loss. Coming off a loss, Clemson. I couldn't tell you last time they lost two in a row, but I don't think it's going to happen this week, and I think they will cover. Good call. Good call. All right, my three picks are I'm taking the U.S. Trojans against Utah. They're going to get their revenge from their one loss this season. Minus three. I guess, but it could be wrong. Um, so that should be fun. Looking forward to that. I'm also going to take LSU with the points. They're getting 17 and a half against Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think Georgia wins, but maybe they the gas pedal down the stretch. Or little LSU back, just makes little sense. backdoor, little backdoor cover, bad beat. Maybe a little you. backdoor cover. I mean, they could lose 38-21, and I got this. You know, so that's true. That's true. I'm taking that. I'm taking that because the hook is a the hook there is a big big factor. I'll, my knights. They're going to double down on Tulane and beat them again. They have to play at Tulane again, but they already beat them there. They're getting three and a half points. I, I think I'm, I'm taking them straight up no matter what. So let's go it's Knights, weird. baby. It's, it's weird hearing you say my Knights and let's go Knights. It's just, it's just <laughs> not right. It's not right. You sound, right. Like, you sound like Devin right now. <laughs> go Bills. No, no. She, she, <laughs> she, likes root for the, she likes root for the Knights. Oh, the Golden Knights? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm switching my pick. <laughs> oh, I just I can't even believe I just said that. That's what, yeah, you, uh, yeah. That's what I was getting at. You're like, go knights, my knights. I'm like, are you, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the UCF knights. No Vegas bullshit. Okay, thank you. Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, make sure. And the picks are in. Dun-dun-dun. Um, on to the NFL. I don't know if you knew Emerson, but there was a couple of games on Thanksgiving. And not only was there a couple, there was three. And one of them was my Dallas Cowboys, who I believe have been playing on Thanksgiving for the last like 70 years. Right. Something like that. Something close. So were they playing on Thanksgiving even before the, the merger? The NFL merger? No, because I don't think the, Cow- the Cowboys have been a team since – like 68, I want to say, or 69, or yeah, some like late 60s. So oh, I think really? that, if, yeah, they, they weren't like the, the Niners are a much older team than the, the Cowboys are in the NFL. 
Really? I, I would have yeah. thought the Cowboys were like an original NFL team, but maybe not. No, because I remember them a few years ago. They were rocking, you know, teams when they hit like the centennial or hit like every five years, they'll have like a right. patch. The Cowboys yeah. had their 60 year one a few years ago. But they've been playing on Thanksgiving for a long time, clearly all of our lives. And they beat the New York football Giants 28 to 20. And this was kind of a strange game coming into it because the, the Cowboys didn't really play very well in the first half at all. In my yeah. opinion, on both sides of the ball, which is surprising <clears throat> because the Cowboys have, that we've talked about have had one of the better defenses, but they just didn't really play like it. The Giants came out, you got to give it to them. They came out, they played well. And, you know, Dak, pretty pedestrian, 21 for 30, 261 yards passing, two touchdowns, but also two picks. It kind of seems like that's his MO these days, you know, besides last week when he had the game of his life against the Vikings. Um, Zeke had a good game, actually. He had 16 carries, 92 yards. That's good for him recently, for sure. I would say, though, he was probably the bright spot in the game. Yeah. Can't complain about that. Um, I just am a little worried about like where I mean the Giants or are a seven win team, so it's right. They're a good team, and I know are they a little better? Are they a little worse on the record? Yeah, I'm sure most people would say that, but nonetheless, they are a seven win team. I just I'm feeling okay about the Cowboys right now. You know, their next three games for them, I would say, are three very winnable, and they should win these three games. It's the Colts, Texans, and Jags in that order, right? If they don't, if they don't, anything less than a sweep of those three games to me means that they're not going to win the division. I still think it's possible they could win it. I think the Eagles could slip a little bit. Sure. <clears throat> I know they, the Eagles play the Titans this week, and I think after that, the schedule does get a little bit more cushioned. So if you know if the Eagles can lose this week and the Cowboys can take advantage of win the next couple of weeks, you know they could get at least one game up. And then after those three games with the Cowboys, the Eagles do play them on Christmas Eve. So I could be very happy on Christmas Day or very yeah, sad. So that could be fun. Tuned. Yeah, if, if they could get to within one game going into that, into that game, that would be exciting for sure. This game was kind of making me mad because it reminded me of old Cowboys ways. I think they had, I want to say, at least 10 penalties in this game. It was just ugly. Yeah. Kind of ugly on both sides, really. The Cowboys had a lot more penalties than the Giants did. But overall, I want to say both teams probably had at least 20 penalties or – uh, maybe like 18 to 20 penalties. Yeah. And it's just, this is, I heard Shannon Sharp say this actually, you know, if this is a playoff game, the Cowboys aren't winning that football game having that many penalties. Right. But yeah. Sharp, I mean, I think that's not. kind of been their thing for a while, but yeah, you're right. I, I think they did play a good game though overall. I mean, if you just look at the numbers, I, I know numbers don't tell the whole story, but I think they held the, the Giants to like only 300 yards total. So they did their job on that end. Um, they even turned the ball over twice and still won pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, that... the the final score would depict how the game actually went. Because this yeah. game is, um, sorry, this game is looks closer than it actually was. Yeah, it, it was, was... It finished as a one score game, but it really was twenty eight, yeah. what thirteen? Yeah, before the Giants but... scored that garbage time touchdown. Yeah, well, luckily, luckily for me, the Giants had the backdoor cover and helped me with the Giants <laughs> plus ten. Shout yeah. out to the Giants for that. <laughs> that's, the per- that's the perfect pick for me because the Cowboys win and the Giants cover. The Giants had no business covering in that game. The only reason why they did is because Brett Maher happened to miss a field goal, which he hasn't done a lot this year, so I'll give him a break on that. Yeah. And then after that missed field goal, the Giants get the field position, which was still pretty deep in their own territory. 
Right. And then they end up scoring a touchdown on that drive and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, lose by lose by less than 10. The only thing I was worried about. <clears throat> so, you yeah. know, yeah. feeling good about the feeling all right about the Cowboys. It's just they, they got they have to win these next three games. I, I don't think they're unless any some kind of injuries happen, they have to win these next three games. And I think the Colts game this week is going to be on Sunday night, which will be fun. Yeah. Unless it gets flexed out, it's possible. Right. So yeah, like that, that is that is definitely possible. Although they definitely love having the Cowboys on prime time. So yes, they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a perfect game by the Cowboys, but I think uh, mm-hmm. you gotta you can't feel bad about this one. Uh, mm-hmm. They're really the only top team that played a tough opponent, so you could chalk that up as you know positive getting a W. Yeah. Um, and it's against an opponent. They swept the Giants this year. Um, Which they've done. I mean, Dak kind of owns the Giants as of right yeah, now in his career. I think that's a, yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> I mean, I can't remember the last time the Giants were even this good. No, it's probably been since they won the Super Bowl last. Right. It's been a, been a rough were, go there. And they kind of squeaked in the playoffs each time they won the Super Bowl. So I don't even. Right. I, I feel yeah. like there was one year when OBJ was there that they had mm-hmm. a good year, but like got bounced out early in the playoffs or something. But. Well, yeah, that's fair. Yep. Also, the Bills earlier in the, they had the morning game against the Lions, and they won mm-hmm. that game. They won that game. It was close. The Lions yeah. almost won that game. They almost took one away from the Bills. Yeah. Josh Allen did his best Patrick Mahomes impersonation and scored a touchdown or got in field goal range within like 14 seconds of them having the ball. Right. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the second half, Lions fans, this has got to be a bad. Bad taste in your mouth. It's got to be, you know, same old, same old. Unfortunately, but you know, shout you know out to what Bills. though, they you know took what care though? of business. They, they they took care of business and they did what they had to do. Yeah. It, the only thing though is, I think Lions fans should be really happy that Dan Campbell is the coach, and I feel like their franchise is actually moving in the right direction for the first time in a long time. I would agree with that. I do think Dan Campbell is a decent coach, and he has good energy, and you can tell he cares about his players. And I gotta think, as a player, that's pretty much all you really care about, right? So yeah, I think uh, they're starting to sort of look up. I, I don't know that Jared Goff is necessarily the answer there, but mm-hmm. you know he's. They've had some some weeks where they put up some big points. Um, they got some they got some weapons actually. Um, so I think yeah. Lions fans can be excited for once, even though they didn't get the W. Yeah. Um, the night the night game was the Vikings beating the Patriots thirty three to twenty six. Mac Jones probably had the best game of his career so far. He went twenty eight for thirty nine, three hundred eighty two yards passing, two touchdowns, and one hundred nineteen passer rating. But just not quite enough. Just not quite enough because the Vikings did win. Kirk Cousins, your boy, uh, Kirk Thuggins. Uh, <laughs> what, what what are his other nicknames? I mean, obviously there's Kirk Coupons. You said? Did you say Perk Perk Thuggins? <laughs> yep, <laughs> Perk Cousins, Perk Thuggins, all the above. He went thirty for thirty-seven, which is very accurate. Dynamite. 200, 299 yards passing, three touchdowns, and a pass rating of one sixteen. Your boy Justin Jefferson just continues to be a marvel at the, at the wide receiver position. Yeah, you know he's he's nice. He's pretty nice. <laughs> Nine receptions, <laughs> nine receptions, 139 yards receiving, and one touchdown. And I, I want to say about Kirk Cousins, I'm gonna throw some respect. You know, I'll call him coupons, I'll call him Perk, I'll call him Thuggins, I'll do all that. 
because we know Justin Jefferson is great. Yeah. We know that he throws up 120, he gets 120 a game, you know, 10 receptions, a tutty. But can we put some respect on Kirk Cousins' name a little bit? Because No, I can't. Because, <laughs> because yeah, he's really good at 1 o'clock in the afternoon his time, and he can't really win the, the primetime game, although this game was a primetime Thanksgiving game, which you can argue is a huge game because that many people are watching after being stuffed with turkey themselves. But everyone was eating dinner during it. But it was still. Nah, I'm fucking. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> he, he knew he, he knew he could ball out because everyone's eating at that time, right? Yeah, no one's really right. watching. Everyone's kind of like one eye, like yeah. kind of talking to their uncle. They don't really want to see, him, but he's there. They're all in a food coma. Yeah, but I just want to say about Kirk Cousins. Somebody has to throw the ball to these receivers, and Kirk yeah. Cousins is throwing the ball to Jefferson. He does. And it. Kirk and Kirk Cousins is doing that just fine based off of Justin Jefferson's stats. Yeah. No, I mean Kirk. Kirk is is uh, very much like our our good friend Jimmy Garoppolo. I rather and... I, I rather have Jimmy Garoppolo personally. I think they're very similar. I think actually I think actually similar. Kirk is probably more accurate. Yeah, that's uh, might even that? might even have a sexier deep ball. I don't I don't see Jimmy G going thirty for thirty seven because he doesn't really have not very to. Often. Because yeah, the not yeah, not run the ball a lot, so I don't, you're not going to be seeing Jimmy G throwing it 37 times, right? You know what he, I mean? he did throw it a lot this past week, which was yeah. weird. But you'll, um, you'll see you'll see Jimmy G do like a 24 for 28, maybe. Yeah, 20, like, a, like like less less volume, but but high like percentage, a, like a 20 for 24, right? Right, type thing. No doubt, no doubt. I think, uh, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he definitely doesn't rise to the occasion on average, but. Um, at the same time, I think he does have a maybe a better skill set than old Jimmy Jimmy G Neutron. Good old Himmy G. Himmy G. <clears throat> I just I I I put Kirk Cousins I do in this category of Dak Prescott and Jimmy G. You know what I mean? It's, he's just he's that's just kind of what he is. I think Dak is is not like head and shoulders above those guys. I think he is like maybe eyeballs above those guys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I think he's it. just he's got a better ball, and like uh, like uh, Keyshawn Johnson said, he's got nice balls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, people saw that. That was amazing. <laughs> I love that you caught that and then you like rewound it and sent it to us. It's great. Yeah, it was it was too good not to not to stop. It's fantastic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I do agree though. They're all kind of in that same boat. But uh, yeah. Can I talk about my Niners? I was going to say the 49ers <laughs> beat the Saints 13 to nothing. I want to say real quick is this was the game that um, Katie wanted to take Dylan and have all you guys go to, right? Right, right. This would have been a perfect game for you guys to go to in hindsight. I mean, the uh, game. The, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, the game. The game was very boring. I did watch the, most of this. The game, game was shitty, but there were some. There were some crazy plays at the same yeah. time. I guess. I guess I mean, in the sense that. The Niners won handily, and who doesn't right. like to see their team live just beat the shit out of somebody so you know you get your money's <laughs> worth? Right, right. Even last year when we went, um, it was a semi-interesting game, but the Niners won somewhat comfortably at the same time yeah. against the Vikings. But uh, yeah, not, you know, just kind of a—I wouldn't say a walk in the park, was it? But thirteen nothing. You can't complain about that. Uh, I guess I wish the offense was a little more dynamic, but uh, they got the job done nonetheless. Niners defense is on fire right now. Yeah, they are the best best defense in football. 
I think the only teams I would consider in that conversation would be your Cowboys and maybe Denver. Denver's got a good defense. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Niners haven't allowed a second half point in the last four games. That's pretty hard to do. So pretty much they, they see what you're going to do and then they make their adjustments and they say, no mas puntas. <laughs> <laughs> I also like how on the notes he put Niners 13, Saints 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. Oh, yeah. You, you do it on purpose, right? Yeah. Okay. None of that. No no points for you. No points. First shout-out for the Niners since 2019, I believe. So good for them. You know, the last four times the Saints have been shut out have all been to the Niners. Is that right? I'm pretty sure I, I saw a stat in the last four times. The last time they got shut out was like tw- 19 or 20 years ago, and it was to the Niners. I think there was two more times before that that they lost to the Niners and got shut out. Hey. So it's, Come get us, New Orleans. Yeah, if you guys play – I mean, you guys have played the championship game in the past 15 years, but you know they don't want to see you. They don't want to see you guys at all. Yeah. Whenever I think of Niners versus Saints, I just think of uh, the catch number three. Second, um, amazing playoff game when Vernon Davis got that touchdown oh, pass. The, oh, the catch three. Yeah. When, when I think of the Niners and the Saints, and I know Sal will appreciate this, is that. The this the standstill picture of Drew Brees' neck just almost <laughs> looking like it's ripping off his body. Yeah, and that bullshit roughing the passer call on that play too. Yeah, I remember that. I think <laughs> I think I remember watching that game. Good thing it was regular season. Yeah, but that was. And wasn't that wasn't wasn't that other game with George Kittle the one when he like, oh, oh yeah that sick ass play near the yeah, end of the game and he that had was like, like three a, years ago yeah and he had like three penalties on the play and they're like trying to rip him down by space mask and he still yeah. didn't go down yeah, and he had like a same. 50 yard or like 40 yard run after the catch on a fourth down play yeah exactly and that's yeah. pre- pretty much what you, made you guys win the game yeah pretty much yeah you guys have some good games against the saints the niners and saints have had some fun fun times for sure no yeah. doubt but yeah, nonetheless, uh, you know we'll take the take the W. It wasn't a pretty win, but uh, you know you can't have a perfect week every week, right, Gage? No, you can't. Uh, what else you got from week twelve, my friend? Um, speaking of your boy Jimmy G, I saw a stat, and you might have seen this too. But so his record through fifty nine starts, including the playoffs, mm, I saw this. So number three on this list is Joe Montana. 57 and 22. Uh, Steve Young is 40 and 19. And your boy, Hemi G, also is also 40. 40 and 19. I saw that. It's just, he's got something to him. He's got, <laughs> he, he's got something. He's there, man. He's, he's just there. there. He, Jimmy G, Jimmy James, you know, gorgeous Garoppolo <laughs> wins football games. He just does. He does. He does. He does. I'm I'm surprised that Joe Montana's not higher on this list. I don't know how I don't know how it's possible. Was he not good the first couple of years in San Francisco when he played with them, or what's um? Good? You know, like, I, I don't think it was Chris clean right out the gate. So he didn't like just walk in to like. I mean, I know he didn't win a Super Bowl his first year, but so he yeah. had a, he he had some he had some say, growing pains coming. Yeah, before. I want to say even after the first like after the first Super Bowl win, I want to say they even had a couple lean years before they got back. To being, you know, a dominant force. Got it. Well, so, yeah, because they went back to back. What in the late eighties? Correct. It was like eighty nine and ninety or something like that. <laughs> yeah, or because or eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, whatever. Because they had a chance to win three in a row, but they lost to the Giants in the championship game. Right against like Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, I think they went even like fifteen and one that year too. 
Yeah. 14 yeah. to 2, whatever it was. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so Jimmy G, he wins games. You know, he does. In the history of the Niners, having two of the greatest quarterbacks ever play the game, that's a pretty astounding stat to me. Right. And also what else I have is the video that you have seen. I hope everybody else has seen. And if you haven't, go online, go on Twitter, go on Instagram if you can. The Eagles played the Packers last night. And there was a fan who – a Philly fan who turned a Packers cheese head <laughs> into a Philadelphia cream cheese hat. So the whole thing, the whole thing was in foil and on the sides it said Philadelphia cream cheese. And this is the – this is the, one of the most clever things I've seen on a football – in a football stand in a long time. It was amazing, dude. And I, and I don't even think it's me being recent, re, like me having recency bias. I don't think yeah. I can remember anybody – who was wearing something on in the crowd that was like, dude, that is like the funniest thing. I thought, I thought this was great. Yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. And I don't like Philly fans. I don't like Philly. Excuse me. But this, what this, I give this a clap. I give yeah. it a slow clap. It's just so good. This guy should wear this every game day, every game he goes to for the rest of his life. Yeah. They no should doubt. put, they should put this cream cheese hat. On top of the Rocky statue in Philadelphia, <laughs> or they should put it in the Hall of Fame, like Justin Jefferson's gloves. <laughs> the cream cheese hat is has more right to be in the Hall of Fame <laughs> than Justin Jefferson's goddamn glove. And Bro, I'm with okay. you. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I just thought it was phenomenal. I really did. No, it was good. Very good. Uh, and was he the first person ever? And was he the first person to ever do this? Probably not. But it's the first person I've seen do it. So to that man, whoever you are, Cheers. you today are my hero. Cheers! Yeah, yeah I'm, I lift <laughs> up my glass for you. Mm-hmm. Nicely done, Philly. Oh man, that was <laughs> that guy. The NFL should give that guy tickets to the Super Bowl if the Eagles go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just absolutely. for that hat alone. Like, I want to see Sirianni rocking that hat on the sidelines for the next game for the Fuck Eagles. Fuck Sirianni. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, like, would you be surprised if he was wearing that hat? No. No, I wouldn't. If he did that, like, post-game interview, that would be amazing. No, I'm talking during the game. <laughs> yeah, so he, he can look like the clown that he is. He's looking, He's got a cream cheese hat on. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, that's uh, That's all I got. I got a question for you. Okay. Do you think that Alvin Kamara has ever rushed for a thousand yards in a season? Um, well, well, I would. Okay, you asking this question to me means he hasn't. But I would probably guess that he has. He has not. Isn't that amazing? Has he gotten like in the nine hundreds? Yeah, he's gotten like sort of close. Like his his high his career high is nine thirty two. What's he's his, done like high eights a couple times. What's his reception total for a season? Most? Now that's 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 where the story changes. Is he's had over eighty catches four times in a season. He hasn't caught over a thousand in a season. Though, he's never he? done a thousand yards now, but he's had at least thirteen hundred or yards from scrimmage every year of his career. Okay, I mean, yeah. it is surprising that he hasn't hit a thousand. I just of... figured he would have done it once. You know, he he's never missed more than like a few games in a season. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just was like. How has he never rushed for a thousand yards? But when I think of Kam- when I think of Kamara, I do think of him catching the ball. Yeah, or just being like an all-purpose back, right? Yeah, like a Mar- like a Marshall Falk, but not <clears> nearly, <throat> like, but not obviously not nearly as good because I think Marshall Falk hit a thousand a couple times, right? Right, right. And he he did lead the league in touchdowns in twenty twenty with twenty one rushing. 
No, in total touchdowns, oh, in total, receiving, okay. yeah, receiving and rushing. Well, that's that's uh, how'd you stumble upon that one? Because we were just looking at like, well, yeah, this. during the when we were playing the uh, the Saints, I was like, I was just kind of curious about his number because he's not having a you know one of his best seasons this year, but um, he misses just, he misses Drew Brees a lot for sure, for sure. But yeah, I just I stumbled, I was like looking at his reference page and I was like, wow, he's never done a thousand. That's shocking. Yeah, I would have thought he did at least done it once, if not two or three times. Just how you know, no, given how good he is. That's fair. Yeah, I'm almost surprised that he doesn't have a thousand. I mean, I know for a, for a running back, it's really hard to get a thousand yard receiving right. season. But I, I feel like he would get really close to that, at least back in his prime. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to the Jags and the Chargers, both winning their games this week with two point conversions at the end. I knew that the Chargers did. I knew the Chargers did. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, I guess a more memorable moment of the Jags game was Justin Tucker trying in that field goal that we talked about already. But, yeah, yeah. But the way they took the lead was with a two-point conversion. Oh, okay. Trevor Lawrence, look at him. Beat Lamar Jackson. Dubs. Ruining our picks this week. Yeah, we, we got to play with swag today, guys. <laughs> it is, his hype talk is just, you know, it's not. We got to play, we got, we got play with swag today. Yeah, okay, he, dude. He, dude. He's okay, sunshine. Hey, don't hit the weight room this offseason. Start hitting like the you know <laughs> the trash the, the, room. the pregame ritual. Right. Uh Gage, who's your player of the week? My player of the week, it's an easy one. You gave it to me and I appreciate it. But how can I not pick Josh Jacobs? And I believe this is the second time I've picked him, maybe the third time. Uh, at least the second, yeah. yeah. I mean, boys having a year. This man had two hundred and twenty-nine yards rushing. Boom. Two touchdowns rushing, Boom. six receptions and seventy-four yards, or receiving yards, and the walk-off touchdown, eighty-six yards to the house in overtime. Well, I'm glad that you gave me this one too because do you know? Can you take a guess of who was at this game over the weekend? Ooh, in Vegas? No, no, it was in Seattle. Oh, in Seattle. Oh, wait, you t- was Jeremy there? He was there. Nice. Because Jeremy goes to Seattle around this time, at least, or every year for the past few years now. Yeah. And past few years, he's gone and see the Vikings play because the Vikings just happened to play there the past few years. And yeah. But this time it was different because the Raiders were playing and him and his brother both went. His brother is one of the biggest Raiders fans that I've ever met. And I just felt <laughs> his, his brother's name is Jason. I felt so happy for him because I know <laughs> – being a Raider fan, it's just like you, you're like the butt of all jokes, right? You know what I mean? It's just it's tough. And he's he probably remembers the Raiders in the '80s, and they were really good back then. But you know, past 2002, they've just been like kind of a joke or not like serious contenders. So so seeing that they went to the game, seeing how the game ended, yeah, and and knowing how Jason gets when he like drinks and does all this, I'm sure he had it. <laughs> I'm sure he had just the best time. He deserves it. They but they all do, you know. Nice. Because they have family that lives up there. That's why they went up there, too. Right. Also, shout out to the Raiders for beating the Seahawks and giving the Niners sole possession of first place, baby. Let's go. That's one thing I did not like. (laughs) I I didn't like that at all. I thought that was just like classic, classic Niners. Just, of course, just somehow getting getting away with it. Betting, benefiting from someone else. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My player Uh, of the week is going to go to Jalen Hurts. I can't remember if we've mentioned his name in this segment this year or not, but um, I mean, the Eagles put up 40 on the Packers. He only threw for 153, but he ran for 157 yards, had a couple touchdown passes. 
uh, led the charge. He's, he's been uh, pretty damn good this year. Definitely yeah. an MVP candidate. Um, and he's leading the best team in the league right now. We couldn't have been more wrong about the Eagles, my friend. Yeah, I know you've said that a few times. I, I don't think that we were totally wrong, but they're def- definitely better than we thought they were. They're not who we thought they were. We did not let them off the hook. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Shout out, Denny Green. <laughs> RIP. Yes, RIP. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the top six in the NFL. Gage, you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. I have no changes, actually, this week. Um, all six of my top teams won their game. I don't think any of them enhanced their resume, really. The only team to play a decent team this week was the Cowboys. They beat the Giants for the second time. So I kind of already knew they could beat the Giants. Um, so my list goes as Eagles, Dolphins, Bills, Cowboys, one through four, and then Vikings and Chiefs are five and six on the fringe. Dun-dun-dun. On the same exact way with my top five, um, all my top five teams all won this week. As you know, the Ravens, who were my sixth team last week, did not win this week. So my Definitely. top, so my my top five is I got the Eagles one, Vikings two, Chiefs three, Dolphins four, Bills five, and you know my sixth team, my my number sixteen is the Dallas Cowboys. How could it not be? I just you know the way the way I do this, they're an eight win team. Their good wins to me are the Bengals and the Vikings. And, you know, I've kind of put Giants dot, 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 question mark, but you kind of agree with me already based off what you just said. Fair, fair. And I think their good losses are the Bucks and the Eagles, who are the number one team in football and in our list. Yes. Yeah. So there's only one little change. I had to take out the Ravens. Sorry, you know, it was always next week. But as of right now, my Cowboys in the sixth straight, my Cowboys are the sixth team in my NFL top six. Fair enough. I think we're – so you have Dolphins, Bills, and Cowboys in order. Is that right? Yes. So we agree on that. I just have those nine and two teams not as not as high. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think these these have to be the top six teams right now. Not not even just thinking about record, but they all have uh, probably the best resumes as well. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You know who's, who, you know who's sneaky right now? Um, the Washington Commanders. Do you know right now if the playoffs were to start that all four NFC East teams would be in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all the AFC teams are right in the thick of it too, which is mm-hmm. wild. This whole 17 playoff thing is makes it a little more interesting. It does. It does. But we have how many more weeks left in the season? Plenty. About what, six? Yes. There's uh yeah, six. Yes, six. We're through week twelve. <clears throat> So uh, it's time to recap last week's picks. Uh, let's see if I can find the right document to help me do that. There you go. <laughs> oh, shit. We didn't even recap our college pitch. Should we just do that real quick? I wanted to mention it, but I didn't want you to put you on the spot like that. Yeah, that's right. You, that's you, didn't right. Have it, you didn't have it on the notes. I will admit I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> We're very professional here, so I, just, right. I, can't, I cannot believe you did that. <laughs> I done fucked up. Gage, you went three and one this this week. Good job. You know, it's just I said it and I forget it, and I totally forget it. I, I just don't. I, I forget my I forget my picks every yeah. week. Yeah, you, you can just check our story. I always put it on the highlights. I know. I, I need to screenshot it and then save it. Well, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> this, so you, what are you going to say? This wine's starting to hit now. 
There you go. Nice. 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 So you scored on Michigan, South Carolina, and USC. Your only loss was Oregon in the Civil War. Um, <laughs> shout out to Guns N' Roses. Shout out to Guns N' Roses. Um, I went one, or sorry, yes, one, two, and one. I tied again. Unbelievable. Oh, man. You... Auburn plus 22. I nailed it oh, on the yeah. dot. Um, <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's just comical, isn't it? That sucks. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> would you rather lose? Almost, almost. I mean, that's, that's a no, though. That's a no. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I'll kiss my sister. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a, a, a loss looks worse on the stat sheet. Sure, sure, yeah. So you, you could say since I've tied two weeks in a row now, I guess that's one win, one loss, right? Yeah, yeah. In, sure. in, the, in the mind, yeah. In the mind, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I lost on Ole Miss. They, they blew it. Um, North Carolina, they blew it. Uh, Florida, I won that one. Plus nine and a half. They'd lost the game, but I won Go that Gators. one. Go Gators. Yeah, chomp, chomp. And then, yes, Auburn, <laughs> plus 22, lose by 22. What are the odds? That's probably the hardest, one of the hardest numbers to uh, hit on the spot. 22 is just too random. Maybe 19 yeah. would be a funnier one. 22. Yeah, we were we texted each other about it, and I was like, <laughs> damn, 22. Because <laughs> they, even, they even had it within like 18, I think pretty late in the game and then some weird shit happened and boom, here we are. Not a win for Emerson. So Gage, you're now <laughs> 11 and eight in college. I'm seven, 10 and two. We already <laughs> made our picks. So let's move on to the NFL. We'll recap that now. Uh, yeah. So last week uh, we both went one and two back to our one and two ways. Like uh, that was do. tough. Those Ravens really let me down last week. Yes. So they let both, let us both down. We both had the Ravens. Um, you did score on the Giants plus ten, like you mentioned earlier. I was Narrow- that, I was that close going zero three this week. Yeah, yeah going yeah. back going back to my really old ways. Yeah, and then a narrow L with the Rams plus fourteen and a half. They lost by sixteen <sighs> to yeah. the Chiefs. Tough one, tough one. You know what I say last week? I knew picking that one that was gonna hate it, and I'm hating it now. It's it's an enticing number, but sometimes you just got to stay away from those ones. Yeah, you're right. You're sometimes right. you just got to stay away. Uh, so I yes, like I said, I also lost on Baltimore. I lost on Tennessee as well, plus two against the the uh, Bengals. They gave up a lead late, lost by four. Uh, my one lone win was the Niners minus nine and a half. Got that thirteen point W. There you go. It was it was looking a little scary because the Saints had the ball on the goal line a couple times and failed to score. What was the spread on that game? Nine and a half. Oh yeah, you got that. Yeah, that. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So your record now, Gage, 17 and 19, still <sighs> sniffing 500. I'm 16 and 20. Okay. Who you got this week? Well, first thing I want to say is did not like any of these lines. Yeah, it. None of them really stood out. None of them I really felt confident in. None of my picks I feel confident in. I'm picking all favorites, which I'm not really a fan of because I feel like, you know, the other team has to do something. Right. But – that's what I'm going with. I'm picking Vikings minus three and a half or minus three against the Jets. Okay. I feel like, you know, I know Mike White is all of a sudden playing like Johnny Unitas over here, but I th- <laughs> he did have a nice game. <laughs> I, th- I think he's, he's got to, it's, it's got to stop soon. Yeah. Vikings yeah. are a good team. They got a good defense. I think Kirk Cousins can do it again. It won't be a prime time. It'll probably be a one o'clock game. I think it's perfect for Kirk Cousins. There you go. So I'm rolling the Vikings minus three. My second game. It's going to be the tough one. I, I talked about earlier, Eagles minus five against the Titans. Sure. It's just the way the, the way the Eagles have been playing, it just doesn't seem like they ever really 
get close. They don't care to who's, yeah, they don't care who's on the other yeah. side. They say, you know what? You, know, you, you could put you could put you know Mike Tyson back in '90 on the other <laughs> side, and we're still going to beat you. Yeah, you know we're I mean? still throwing Rocky out there. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. That was ooh, that was a chef's kiss right there. Thank you. I I give you a salami or you know, a salami softball. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a straight Philly cheesesteak right down the middle. You're you're hitting right now. You're hitting right now. Perfect. I wish we were together right now. (laughs) Yeah, that that would have been pretty good. That'd been pretty Mm -hmm. good. Um, and my last pick, I'm picking the Chiefs minus two and a half against the Bengals. I believe the Chiefs are a road favorite going into this game. Okay. Not not the not that that really matters to me, but it's something that did happen to notice. I know the Bengals kind of have their number after what happened last year in the championship yeah. game. Big, big rematch. It's going to be a good one. With the Chiefs, I'm kind of feeling like they're also like the Eagles, and they just they're kind of rolling people right now. Right, they're just they're rolling and they're covering. I'm going to throw this out there. All three of the teams you picked, big resume potential builders for our NFL top six. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, it's a great point. Do you think all about that? all playing? Uh, Top or uh, above 500, 500 teams. Yeah, those are those are my top three teams right now, not in that order. But yes, those are my three top teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, my did you three pick, picks. Did you did you pick any of these? Nope. First Thank time you. we haven't doubled up in a while. Thank you. I, I love like, that. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Um, so my games, I'm picking our. I'm going with the Thursday night game. I'm taking the Patriots plus four at home versus the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I almost picked the Bills to cover that one. Really. Man. I almost did, yeah. You know what, though? The Bills, when they play the Patriots, outside of that playoff game last year, which was in Buffalo, which this one is not, the Patriots give them trouble. It's the Belichick thing, yeah. It's the you. Belichick thing. I think he's going to try and do everything he can to muddy it up. Um, I like four points. I think the Bills could still win on a late field goal, but I'm taking the pay- Patriots plus four. Um, I know, also the wait, the, pa- the pa- you know the Patriots are wearing their throwback white helmet red jerseys on Thursday. Oh, so they're they're gonna win straight up. So I'll take. I was, gonna say, I, was, I, was <laughs> I was gonna say if they're gonna win, it's because of those motherfucking jerseys. Right. You know who I love that's undefeated in cool uniforms is the Bengals in those white ones. Are they actually undefeated in those? I think they're no, they're like two and zero, oh, but still, that's still undefeated. Maybe. Give me yes. that all day. Give me that all day. They can they cannot lose in those jerseys. I, that's what I'm saying. They are that's too icy. They are nice. They yes. are Joe Burr approved. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um. Second game. I'm taking Atlanta plus one. I don't really know how they are dogs at home versus Steelers, but plus one versus Steelers at home. Give me the Falcons. Uh, and last but not least, I'm taking Detroit plus one at home versus Jacksonville. Home dogs all day this week i looked at the jags game for sure i you're think me uh, you're, you're telling me you're going against your boy uh kenny pickett who is now your fantasy quarterback by the way he is my fantasy quarterback you know I, I'm, I'm playing the old uh you can't lose situation okay although he could have a big game and they still lose so boom <laughs> <laughs> and i don't need to win a fantasy this week by the way i'm clinched are you clinched so I am. However, I would you, love to steal the second seat away from Danny. Just throwing that out there. Is that possible? Do you have you have more points accumulated than him? Well, Danny has to lose. But like, so let's so say you have the same record, you will get the second. If we have the seat. same record, he's going to have it because you got more points than me. Or, okay, okay. So, but we have, have the same to, record right now. 
Got it. So if you guys both win or lose, though. If, if I win and Danny loses, I get the second seed. That's the only way. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I, do, I've, I've, I think if, if I win, I'm in, I think. Pretty much. I mean, unless Stone, like, totally outscores you. But, but I mean, if I win and Stone loses, I'm in. I'm right, there. right. You and also both could win and get in. If Zoe loses. If Zoe loses, yes. To Taylor. She, right. So we could both no, we could both get in. No, but I have. Well, we both have to win. Both you and Dylan could get in if you win, which Dylan plays Arb, who's not, got the best a, team. It's not a gimme. Not a gimme at all. Um, but yeah, if you guys both win and Zoe loses, you're both in, most likely. Yeah. Barring anything, I, I just I just need to win. Yeah, pretty much. Just but if, but, just just think about that. <laughs> but if I but if I lose and Dylan loses, then I still. I'm in unless he scores more points than me or something crazy like that. Yeah, which you guys are very close in points. I think you only have like a six point, six or seven yeah. point uh, lead on him yeah. on that. Yeah, so I just and I play Brett, so you know I'm not saying I'm automatically win or anything like that, but I feel better playing Brett than I would playing Arp. Right. So, <clears throat> congrats, though. It's cool. You usually yeah. you usually kind of stink at fantasy. I'm not going to lie to you. I do, and my team is still really you know not that special, but <laughs> yeah. but I'm here. I actually I might, clinched. I clinched uh, the week before. I might have to play you in the playoffs, which might be let's know, go. That would be hype. That'd be nice for the podcast. The like ISR that. fantasy football Super Bowl in yeah. the playoffs. Win- winner gets smoked by Arb. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but I gotta say, you know, if in our league the past couple of years, if you have the best record, you don't necessarily win. It's correct. Yeah, it's not a guarantee by any means. I mean, Arb's team is, you know, going on all cylinders right now. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but we'll see. Danny, I'm not afraid of right now. I love you, Danny, but I'm not afraid. Of you. You're kind of losing a little bit. Losing a little steam. What do you think of that trade that we just made? Um, I was a little surprised on. I I vetoed it. <laughs> Were you the one vote? I I saw someone voted. I figured it was you. <laughs> I'm just I'm not, I'm not trying to. I mean, I know Kyler hasn't had a great season, but he's always kind of a he's always kind of a threat. You know, he's always kind of a threat. Right. I just I got to the point where I could use a running back more than I could use a quarterback that has been kind of hit or miss. So yeah, I mean, yeah. so do you think that you won the the trade? Uh, IBM Watson thought so. <laughs> oh, well, well, <laughs> well, if Watson thinks so, then right. Um, I think it was pretty equal on both sides because I it think, was uh, it was it was equal. Yeah, Danny Danny upgraded at quarterback. I upgraded at running back. And I think it didn't really I, hurt him. It might it might have looked sexier for Danny because the name is bigger. Obviously, yeah. I mean, Kyler's one of those guys. David Montgomery, not so sexy, but he he, he, he has he, a clear cut starting job though, which is huge. With uh, the other Bears running back being done for the year. Did you guys text about it before or after? You no, no, it? no. I was on my break at work, and it popped open <clears throat> or popped up, and uh, and um, I was like, "Hmm, this is interesting. Let me let me make sure that I'm not doing something stupid before I accept." And I was like. You know what? Screw it. I got nothing to lose at this point. Let's do oh, it. Oh, so oh, so Danny was the one who proposed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I thought. See, I don't think it tells you that, does it? It did. It didn't give me a note. What do you mean? Like, 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 did, like for the people who aren't in the trade, does it say like who proposed oh, the who, trade? Uh, you know, I don't think it does. No, because I assumed it was you proposed it because it just. No, I wasn't really thinking about trading Kyler, but. It made sense after uh, I saw it. 
you know, and Danny was over here having like three quarterbacks thinking he had something. I know. <laughs> the only thing that's kind of put me at a disadvantage in the situation is that a lot of people in our league are holding on to a second quarterback, which is, you know, we, we all both agree that it's stupid. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, just, it's not something I've ever done. Yeah. I got, I got Kenny Pickett and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It could it could it bite you later on in the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, hopefully, maybe. Ho- hopefully it's against me, but you know. I love you, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we face each other in the playoffs, we're definitely putting some kind of wager down, like shots. Oh yeah, that's that's if we ever are back in the studio, though. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> next. I'm, I'm guaranteed next week. Boom, we're doing it. No, don't guarantee anything. You're putting it. You're putting. You're putting a gauges guarantee down next week. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Yeah, you, you have a gauges guarantee going on in a couple weeks. Yeah, Tampa no. Bay. I'm, yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucks are not that good. I'm long done with mine. I'm happy about it. I bet you are. Yep. Gage, what time is it? It is time for... That was easy. Last call. Hey. You got anything? What do you got? Yeah, I got a couple, two, three things. Um, uh, our boy, Leo Messi. He's expected to leave uh, PSG for... Inter Miami of the MLS. Yep. Next summer. Are you sad? Sad's not the earthquakes. <laughs> I know, right? That'd be sick. Dude, that'd be fucking sweet. Um, but yeah, I think uh, a lot of people were shocked when they heard this, but I, this, these rumors have been swirling for a long time. So it shouldn't be that surprising. Yeah. David Beckham is one of the uh, owners or uh, representatives of this team. So. You know, he's got some pull. Oh, yeah. It's Beckham. It's Beckham, babe. Bandit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything? Uh, yes, I have. I want to mention my Sacramento Kings because I forgot last week. Ooh. I was very bummed out about it. <laughs> I, it it would have been better to mention them last week because they were on a seven-game winning streak and things were looking great. Now, not so much. They're on a three-game losing streak, and they are currently seventh in the West, though, for them. I'm taking that. That's right. They're still in front of your Warriors. Yes, they as, are. And the, the Warriors of, took the L again today. As of right now, since the Warriors took that L, they are in front of the Warriors. And you know what I say about that? Light the beam. <laughs> Light it. Light it. The beam The beam is cold right now. Very cold. Yeah. But, you know, the streak isn't going to last forever. So, it's, you know, the beam will be lit soon, fans. Don't worry. Sal, don't worry. <laughs> you don't think it's going to be a cold winter? No. <laughs> It's gonna be a warm winter. I'm I am happy for the Kings though. Uh, they look better than they have in a long time, and hopefully they keep it keep going and at least make the plan. You know, I had them as the ten seed going into the. Uh, you sure the, did. Hey, the the plan, and I think I might undersold them a little bit. <laughs> as of it's right early. now, it's early. It's very early. Yeah, <laughs> could the Kings just <laughs> drop off? Of course. Sure. I hope not. Though. Sure thing. Yeah. Um. I also got the Jose Abreu is kind of the first big domino to fall in MLB free agency. He's going to the Astros three year deal. I'm glad you mentioned this. The former AL MVP is going to the reigning world champions. How's that sound? You know, um, he is going to be 36 at the start of next season. So it's not like, you know, they just got the superstar in his prime or anything like that. But Jose Abreu has been a very good professional since he came over uh, to the United States. A little down year last year in the power department, only hit 15 home runs, but you know he's still a solid hitter. He'll uh, shore up that that spot at first base for them. Uh, what, what, maybe what, maybe even DH a little bit. 
What position is he going to play, do you think? Probably th- uh, first base. What are they going to do with Gurriel? Get rid of him? I mean, Gurriel was – Oh, could be out, – Outside of the playoffs, was pretty damn bad last year. Um, and he's also pretty old. He's like in his late 30s at this point. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, interesting pickup. I did not see the Astros going for a guy like this, but they got it done. And take advantage of the take advantage of what you got right now. Right. Absolutely. I mean, geez, Dusty, Dusty got his one and he's like, man, I need more. <laughs> right. I need more. Do you, uh, you think he'll wear number 79 for the Astros? I would think so. Yeah. Why not? It's just like a, it's just a weird number. It's like uh, the you know the relief pitcher that comes up late in the year. Yeah, <laughs> September exactly. call up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of those Cuban and like Dominican guys, they got some funky numbers. Like uh, Puig was sixty six. Yeah. Um, there's another one. I mean, even like Pablo wearing forty eight is a little off the beaten path. Like what's a Rosarena wearing? He wore like fifty. He's fifty six. That's a good one. Good yeah, call. It's, it's a little kind of a weird one. Well, yeah, a little different vibes over there. Yeah, but yeah, hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So I was different. watching. I was watching Purdue versus Gonzaga a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. which Purdue beat Gonzaga. Nice. Well, a little surprising because Gonzaga doesn't seem like they lose very often. Uh, they don't. No. You know, it might have been like one of those Maui Gym classics or whatever they do, like something <laughs> right. like that. You know. Yeah. And I was watching the game. I couldn't help but notice that there was this giant man on the court, and he was just. Massive, and I don't know if we've talked about this guy before. Oh yeah, name, Zach Eady. Have we? Have you mentioned him before? Maybe last year. I think. Tournament. I think you might have mentioned him because I, I picked. I picked uh, Purdue to win the whole thing in my bracket. Yeah. Okay. That sounds. That sounds about right. Yeah. That guy's but, a unit, though. Dude, he is seven four. <laughs> yeah. But, but he's. I mean, two ninety five. That's pretty. I feel like it's pretty slim for someone who's seven four. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's a brick, though. What I'm trying to get at is. He was just kind of obviously dominating the glass, dominating the pick and roll. And if if you're playing against somebody like this, and I don't care what level you're at, but it's just like who the hell is going to guard this guy, right? Especially in college, though. Who's who has got this guy? Yeah, the NBA people are better at guarding, and right? You know, you could throw like Draymond on him and probably dominate. But in the college game, who who is this dude? Who is the dude who's touching the ceiling right now? Right. <laughs> I don't know. He I just I saw him and he was, but above him, uh, above and beyond the biggest guy on the court. And he just he caught my eye and I was like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, he's got he's got a little bit of skill too. Like not necessarily handling mm-hmm. the ball, but yeah, he's got some some touch uh, yeah. shooting the ball. Yeah, I heard Jay Bills was talking about how he there was a, a certain and one that he hit late in the game. Yeah, and Jay Bills was saying how you know Zach Eady last year couldn't make that kind of play and how much his game from what he's done last year and now has really improved. So, you know, I don't really know you that well, Zach Eady, but you're on my radar now. <laughs> Maybe so. I'll take Purdue again to win it this year. See if uh, <laughs> see if my luck changes. <laughs> but didn't you have the, 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 the deepest team, though, when it comes to champion? Yeah, they only went to, like, the Sweet 16, I think. Because everybody picked – I picked Kentucky, and they lost in the first one. Yeah, a lot of people were on Kentucky and I think Duke a little bit. But, yeah. You know, out of out of all the things we do for ISR, I think that is like a dark horse favorite for me is picking the final four, like doing the whole tournament thing. Even though I do, not, racket, pay atten- yeah. even though I do not pay attention when like to college basketball, yeah, until the tournament starts. But like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people that submit a bracket don't care about college basketball either. So <laughs> I just know I just know when the tournament starts, I'm looking at my phone and bracket, 
for yeah. a, more than it should be at work. You know? <laughs> right. So, and I think any... our our uh, our ISR. I don't know if it's actually be an ISR theme, but the gingerbread house things happening. I don't know if you. Oh, might, yeah. you I think you might be able to be there. Yeah, hope, hopefully so. Are you working this Sunday? Uh, presumably no. I haven't gotten my schedule yet, but I'm supposed to be off. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be there? Hopefully. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you didn't yeah. work, would you be there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gosh. Sweet. All right, mate. Well, anything else you got? I got nothing else. All right. Well, good show. We'll. Uh, like I said, I'm guaranteeing we're going to be back on camera next week for all you people that like the videos. I know there's not many of them, but uh, we're going to try and do it. Um, I'll be wearing my McCaffrey jersey. It'll be sick. <laughs> I keep. I, I totally forgot about the jersey. Totally yep. forgot about it. And uh, we'll have a good time that time. Uh, but in in the meantime, we'll see you uh, next week. Yes. Peace.